everyone. Today I'm going to be recording my review on episode seven of Bad Batch. So far, I've really been enjoying the show. It's been good, but not amazing yet. It's been very good, and there's been some great things about it, but it hasn't reached um, like heights that I would say are amazing. I feel like this is kind of the end of the first subplot, kind of the first storyline, like the first, I want to say wave, the first part of the story. I feel like this is the conclusion to that. This resolves a lot of things that have been going on. And I feel like after this, we can really get going on what's going to happen next. And I feel like it's only going to improve from here. So I'm going to kind of go see my scene, starting with the normal stuff. Um, the ant, I'm going to say, I say this every time, the acting was great. The animation was great. All the technical stuff, it was well-directed. Everything was well-designed. Um, everything looked fantastic. The action looked great. The planet especially stood out. It was beautiful looking. We'll talk about that later. All the normal stuff I say about every episode, just how technically beautiful it is and how good the voice acting is, that all applies here. So I'm just kind of going to go scene by scene. So we start out kind of in a Star Wars fashion of right in the middle of the battle. Um, Bad Batch are doing a mission for Sid where they are retrieving this little lizard thing for her. They're being chased by enemy fighters. They, they hyperspace out of there in the nick of time and then they return the lizard to Sid. One thing I haven't been talking about much is Sid. And in this episode, she really stood out. I think she's really well acted and I think she's a great character. I love how we get to see another Trandoshan. So I like how we start in the middle of the mission. We kind of get a hint at Sid's. There's a mystery person in Hood. You don't see who it is until a little bit later. So there's some talking. The Bad Batch talk with Sid. Um, Omega and Wrecker go and they get these like candy things. It's kind of a nice bonding moment between the crew because what this show has been great at is developing the crew's relationship to each other and to Omega. So then while that's happening... The hooded figure in Sid's like area gets into kind of a fight with two other people and they're running out. So the Bad Batch, the two people are running out scared of the hooded figure. So the Bad Batch go to see who the hooded figure is. They walk up to him. He takes off his hood and it's Captain Rex. So Rex, I mean, this was awesome. I've been waiting for Rex. I feel like this is kind of the boost the season needed. Rex is the clone commander who worked with Anakin and Ahsoka. He's a really important character in Star Wars. He appears in Clone Wars, now Bad Batch. He appears in, in Rebels. Even there's some hint he might be in Return of the Jedi. Um, and I could see him definitely coming to one of the live-action Star Wars shows in the future. That's something that I definitely see um, Dave Filoni doing. Like I could totally see Rex in the Ahsoka show. So just seeing Rex again was something awesome. Like just a familiar character who you really know well. He talks to the Bad Batch a little bit. They kind of catch up on what they've been doing. Rex says he's been keeping a low profile. He kind of makes a few references to the Siege of Mandalore. Kind of cool seeing what he's been doing after those final episodes of Clone Wars. Then it comes up that Wrecker's talking about his headache, how his head hurts. And Rex realizes that they haven't taken their trips out. And he warns them all, that is a time bomb, like waiting to explode. This could be really, really dangerous for all of you. We need to get those chips taken out. So is it a little bit, a little bit coincidental that the episode where Wrecker's chip stuff kind of comes to its peak 
is the episode where Rex shows up. Yeah, but that's kind of how I always expected the story to go. And this is, keep in mind, this is aimed towards all audience, including kids. So it's not, it's not a big deal to me. I understand that criticism. So at this point, I'm loving it so far, mainly just seeing, seeing Rex. And he says that the best way to get the chips out of their heads is to do the same thing he did, which is in a, I believe it was a Venator class Star Destroyer in the lab take it out there, do a procedure there. So the question is, where are they going to find a Venator-style Star Cruiser? And he says, Bracca. And when he says Bracca, I gasped. If you don't know, Bracca is the very first planet that Cal Kestis is on. It's the scrapper planet Cal Kestis is on in Jedi Fallen Order in the video game. So seeing Bracca in Clone Wars, seeing, excuse me, in Bad Batch, seeing these connections, I love it so much. So they go to Bracca. It looks like it does in Fallen Order, which is pretty awesome. It, it just is such a detailed and cool place. It looks beautiful. So then the Scrapper Guild is there, and they're hiding out from the Scrapper Guild. Of course, the Scrapper Guild is what Cal Kestis works for after Order 66. He might, It might be too soon, but he might be working there now. So there's actually a possibility we see Cal Kestis in this show voiced by Dominic Monaghan, I believe, is the guy who played him. So they arrive on Bracca. You get to see the trailer shot where they kind of walk on top of a peak. They go into one of these crashed uh, Venator-style destroyers. They go inside. There's kind of water. They're told to avoid the surface of the water. They're kind of walking through the corridors. There's a jump they have to make over. There's a long gap over water. So they have to kind of go across wires. They all make it across, and then it's Wrecker's turn, and of course he has this fear of heights, and I like how they gave the big, strong one a fear of heights, something that makes him more human. So he's going, and he's too heavy for the rope, so the rope breaks, and it falls, and he falls into the water. He falls into the water where he's attacked by a creature with a lot of tentacles. I don't think this is a Nyanoga. I think this is either a Rathtar or a Vixis. A Vixis was... The Vixus was the monster that was in Clone Wars, the Umbara arc, and then Rathtar was the monster at the beginning of Force Awakens that Han Solo was hot, was lugging. It's either one of those or just another monster with tentacles. So the Bad Batch are trying to pull Wrecker out as the Vixus kind of pulls him underwater. Eventually he gets out, they pull him back up. It was just a nice little moment because there wasn't much action, so they needed something to happen. So then they're walking through the corridors again. They make it to the lab, and right as they're about to put Wrecker through the procedure to take out the chip, his chip activates, and Order 66 activates. And you see it. There's a nice shot where his eyes just go blank, and you know, oh, no. And I like how he Order 66 activates, and he goes nuts, and he's extremely powerful, and, he, and he, he's knocking guns out of people's hands, throwing things. The whole Bad Batch has to run from him. He chokes out Hunter, lets go. He knocks a gun out of their hands. He starts chasing after the Bad Batch and shooting at them. There was a long, really good fight scene. I thought this was probably the best fight scene in terms of the tension. I felt a lot of tension in this scene, which I thought was really well done because you really do care about these characters. So Wrecker's really showing off his strength. He just throws, I want to say, throws Echo into Rex. He fights with Hunter a little bit. 
And then he goes after Omega. And this is the most tenseful moment. He's chasing after Omega. She's crawling under a door. And it's tough because Wrecker and Omega have kind of developed this bond. So to see them, to see Wrecker trying to kill Omega is tough. So then Omega's hiding. Their record, there's in a scene where Wrecker's looking for her. And then he finds her and he's standing over her, about to shoot her. And then in Star Wars fashion, in last minute, Rex comes in and stuns, stuns Wrecker. So that whole scene was a great example of how horrific Order 66 is. I think Omega is just so wholesome and it's kind of sad to see to see how sad she is that Wrecker tried to kill her, someone who she's bonded with a lot. So then she's obviously very worried about Wrecker. They take out the chip and then they start taking out the chips for all the Bad Batch. Wrecker wakes up. And then there's this awesome scene where he apologizes to Omega and he says, he's sorry. He tried to fight it off, but he couldn't. And that was a really good scene in terms of developing their relationship and Omega forgives him. And she has some of the candies they always get. And then they eat some of those. So it was just this sweet scene. So then Hunter says goodbye to Rex. He offers for them to join in helping fight against fight for the Republic. He claims, even though the Republic doesn't exist, but Hunter declines. They say they both need to find their place in the galaxy. And if they ever need help, they can call the other. So then Rex walks off and it's just kind of fitting into the character. I like how there's lots of guest characters, but they seem to pop in and out for one episode. So that was a good ending. And then to leave you with a bit of cliffhanger, you kind of, after Rex leaves, you kind of zoom out and you see the mining guild has spotted them and they say, alert the empire. And then it ends. So I love this episode. I thought it was great in concluding the kind of Order 66 storyline. Now I'm ready to move on with the season. I'm ready to see more Crosshair. I want to see Crosshair. It's been so long. I want to see Fennec Shan again. I want to see Tarkin again. I want to see the Empire again. I want to continue on. I hope from now on there's a little more plot building and a little less of the side missions. I understand that there's going to be the side missions, but I'd like to see a little more of what's going on with everybody else. So this was a great, I feel like it was the conclusion of Act 1 of the of the Bad Batch. And um, I'm just really excited to see what happens next. So let me know what you thought of this episode. You can leave a comment or question in the form in the description. You can leave an email, a voicemail, or comment on YouTube. The links to do all those things are in the description. Thank you for listening. A quick content update. This will actually be releasing after, but um, I believe... Next week, I'll be releasing my In the Heights review, and I've got my Loki Weekly, Bad Batch Weekly. What else? Whenever Spider-Man No Way Home drops, I'll be dropping a trailer reaction to that. And this Sunday, either Sunday or Monday, by the time this releases, last Sunday, I guess, I will have been live on Superwise's channel. So to anyone who heard me there, or to anyone who is new here after hearing that, thank you for joining me. Um, and that's pretty much it. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.